This podcast is solely for the attention of institutional, professional, qualified, or sophisticated investors and distributors. Hi, everyone. In the very first edition of this podcast, we talked about the digitization of payments. And today, I'd like to focus on the development of central bank digital currencies, the CBDCs, and the rivalries to which it could give birth. So we've already talked about it. The digitization of payments is a big trend, and it is in particular to support this digitization that central banks are working on the implementations of their central bank digital currencies. The idea would be to give citizens and businesses access to central bank money, which until then was restricted to commercial banks. The objective would be to provide more choices in terms of payment means, so that the payments made daily by households are faster and more secure and that there is more financial inclusion because this currency would be available to all, especially for unbanked households. A BIS survey realized in 2021 found that almost 90% of central banks around the world were actively researching the potential for CBDCs and that 14% are deploying pilot projects. The ECB is working on a digital euro, the Fed on a digital dollar, and the PBOC on the digital yuan. In the eurozone, the ECB launched a digital euro project in July 2021, the study phase of which is expected to last two years, and experiments are underway with different technologies. Christine Lagarde said in particular that she expected a digital euro to be launched by 2025. In the US, the Fed is also studying the possibility of launching a digital dollar, However, there does not seem to be a consensus within the Board of Governors. Lyle Brainard seems very favorable to this project, while Christopher Waller does not see the point at the moment. Among the big central banks, the PBOC is clearly the most advanced on the, top on the topic of CBDCs. It has already launched several pilot experiments of its digital urine with the idea to deploy it very broadly towards the Beijing Olympics in February 2022. At the beginning of November 2021, there were already 140 million digital urine accounts, including 10 million accounts held by companies. The maximum size of Yuan e-wallets depends on the, on the level of identification, so a mobile phone number is enough to open an account, but in this case, the size of the account is limited to, to 10,000 yuan. One of the motivations mentioned by central banks themselves for implementing a CBDC is that their counterparts are deploying their own CBDCs. Lyle Brainard said that he would not find it acceptable that the US would not have a digital currency if other major jurisdictions have a CBDC. In Europe, the governor of the Banque de France, François Villeroy de Gallo, justified the acceleration of the digital euro project by the rapid progress of similar projects outside Europe, and in particular the digital yuan. One of the big questions on the subject is whether digital currencies can be used outside their jurisdiction. A note co-authored by ECB economist and the executive board member Fabio Panetta summarizes the three possible implications of granting non-residents access to a CBDC. First, the possibility that a CBDC can be used outside its jurisdiction increases the risk of currency substitution. 
If a foreign CBDC were widely adopted by the population, then the domestic currency could lose its fundamental functions, which could undermine the effectiveness of monetary policy and raise risks of financial instability. A second possible implication would be that the use of foreign CBDCs could strengthen the transmission of economic shocks from one country to another, increase the volatility of exchange rates and alter the dynamics of capital flows. Economies without CBDCs would be more likely to suffer from international shocks and their central banks forced to be even more responsive, which could weaken monetary sovereignty. Finally, the use of a CBDC outside its jurisdiction might have an impact on the international role of currencies. The cost of international payments could fall, reinforcing the role of some currencies as a global unit of payment, and the specific characteristic of CBDCs, security, liquidity, robustness, would be such as to strengthen their international use. Overall, the simulation models of ECB economists suggest that issuing a CBDC should support a currency's international role. A particular attention has to be paid to the possible use of the digital yuan in Africa. A paper from the Carnegie Foundation for International Peace estimates that China can assert its influence over countries with mounting Chinese debt by pushing them to accumulate the Chinese digital yuan reserves to pay back the loans. And if the cost of switching to China's digital yuan is low, countries will see no benefit in continuing their trade transactions with China in dollars. It also cites the role that the digital yuan could potentially play in remittances if it were made available in sub-Saharan countries. Cross-border remittances are indeed very expensive there, and CBDCs would represent a solution to this problem. To conclude, it is obvious that it is crucial for central banks not to be late on the subject of digital currencies, because it seems very likely that the international financial system will witness a digital currency war in the coming years. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon. All comments and analysis reflect CPR AM views on market conditions and its evolution, according to information known at the time. As a result of the simplified nature of the information contained in this document, that information is necessarily partial and incomplete.